Are you having a tough time trying to pay off your credit card bill? I owe what? When did I spend over $100 on fast food? Oh, yeah, drunk weekend. That was a good time. Let us make it easy for you. Listen to the Booch and Pat Show, your better way to get sports talk radio, live on Sundays at noon through Facebook Live or on the iHeartRadio app or anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. What's good, guys? This is Carol Roby Coleman, listening to the Booch and Pat Show on Sunday at noon. Y'all tune in, um, have your ears to the speaker, and uh, try to catch try to catch something different. Have a good one. Why don't you put on a show and charge admission? What kind of show? I would say something with music and comedy. And murder. Now you're talking. Come along, old chaps. We got it a show to do. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. It is Sunday morning, the 13th of September. It is Eagles game day. We got a lot of things going on today. And uh, like we said, we were going to let you guys know what our game plan was for this week. And it is, as Booch likes to call it, the breakfast in bed special. Breakfast in bed? I wanted to call call it like cold pizza or something, but there was a TV show on ESPN a couple years ago. Cold pizza. Okay. So I didn't want to... You didn't want to like too. You didn't want to steal their ideas too too no, much. No, I, no, I understand. You know, we don't have a lawyer team like they do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So uh, we are back for our weekly edition of our <laughs> delightful uh, streaming podcast. Let me turn off my uh, volume of my phone here. Um, so I tested out the phone lines. Give us a call. Our number is seven two four eight one five zero six six seven. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can always stream our. Uh, podcast on Stitcher or Apple's podcast, but in reality, you should download the iHeartRadio app, follow the Booch Pat Show, and say... Well, in reality, you should just watch Pat it live. Well, everybody when, should. When we're ready we to get, go. We got tons of things. Everybody everybody has their own way of listening in and tuning in, <laughs> because, like, you know, uh, if you miss if you miss our Sunday show, you can always go back and find it during the week and... Call them terrorists. Yeah, I know. You, you really don't like the people that don't uh, participate no, you, in... We live... Live interaction. Live interaction. Uh, Booch is monitoring our chat room on Facebook Live, so we should be good there. If you have any questions or concerns or just want to harass one of us, probably me, uh, feel free to go there. Um, I'm happy that the Sizzlers Bank Park uh, picture it looks a little bit better in my background this week. Yes. So, so a couple of things. I got that was loud. Um, so a couple of things that you're gonna notice. Uh, <laughs> For the next couple of weeks is uh, obviously the Miller Lite sign is gone from behind Booch and that and the Citizens Bank is there and as well as the blender because these are things that belong to me and I'm in the process of moving out because I bought a house. I just said get out. <laughs> I did some adult things uh, during Corona 
And yeah, apparently I decided that buying a house was awesome. And also having a kid because here's all my Target stuff here of baby things. Uh, and then uh, our friend Holly, she uh, wanted to make – she's big into knitting. So she was knitting uh, – I told you, you had to wear the hat today. Here's the here's the bait. Well, Here's the baby's hat, you know, this is for like dinosaurs. And she thought it was really cute, so she got, she made me one. Uh, I'm surprised there was one big enough to fit your head. (laughs) I knew that was coming. She said she had to get, like, had to go get more yarn to fit your head, so. (laughs) It's my, uh, it's my spiked hat. Uh, For spiked cane. (laughs) Now, I would, like, I mean, it is green, so it's, it's kind of nice, but. Ultimately, it's a little too warm uh, to be wearing this today, so I'll it's rock a, it for a few minutes here. It's going to be about like 80 degrees. Yeah, let's, let's get the official weather report. You just went out and gave a got well, your in the shade. Out. It's, a, it's a little breezy, but you can feel like it's you can feel it's warm. Went out in the sun. Yeah, it's going to be about 80 degrees. Slight so, breeze going on. So today is a great day to great, uh, great football day. Great double uh, header baseball day. Yeah, doubleheader baseball. We got all we got the Phillies talking coming up here momentarily. You know, it's my uh, Miller Lite for the morning. I did not eat breakfast because I am starving, and so naturally I just need to fill up with a little bit of alcohol. Um, yeah, this is getting hot. I got to take this off. Uh, yeah, so your your skull's red. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. Well, that, that's the that's the thing that I have to deal with when I. Uh, you know, have no hair. Everything leaves an imprint and a mark. It is what it is. Um, obviously, as we've been doing, this will be, uh, as as far as it stands now, this will conclude, because we took two weeks off in August, so this is the second week of uh, September. So let's get a word from our sponsor. The White Horse Coffee and Creamery, located in the heart of Jankatown at 700 West Avenue. The White Horse offers organic coffee and espresso, Signature ice cream sundaes, handcrafted beverages, fresh pastries, and more. Some of the most popular items are Dole Whip, Cold Brew, Nitro Cold Brew, and their signature sundaes and lattes. Their specials change monthly, but for the month of August, the White Horse is offering a watermelon creamsicle milkshake, a coconut white mocha, and a Burundi pour over. Also, CBD can be added to any drink, and on Mondays, lattes are only $3. Any additional information can be found on their website, www.whitehorsecoffeecreamery.com. They're open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m., Saturdays at 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Check out the White Horse Coffee Creamery. Are you someone that when they play Mario Kart hates getting hit with a blue shell? Oh, come on, man! you kidding me? I had this one! Oh, you're such a dick! Let us give you something not to hate. Listen to the Booch and Pat Show, your better way to get sports talk radio, live on Sundays at noon through Facebook Live, or on the iHeartRadio app, or anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. All right, and we're back from uh, our little ad <laughs> for uh, White Horse Coffee Creamery, so thank you for them for sponsoring us for the... Uh, but what, you are having an issue. Push that bitch in there. Yeah, it's having a tough day. Uh, telling me to cancel it. Telling me to get ready to go day drink. <laughs> yes. Uh, but thank you, White Horse Coffee and Creamery, for sponsoring us through the month of August. And we threw on two more because 
we had that hiatus for vacation. So uh, if, if anybody out there wants to advertise with us, whether it's a bar, restaurant, um, general contractor, lawyers, whatever, reach out to us. Uh, we'll we'll advertise for you. We'll we'll throw your names out there and we'll do whatever we can. Uh, speaking of bars and restaurants, your buddy uh, Governor Wolfie, he's D- back at it. Dictator Wolf screwing up everybody's life again. Back at it. Uh, at it was stated that uh, starting the 21st, I believe, is a Monday. It is. It is yeah. 21st of September. He has decided that uh, all bars and restaurants can now go back to 50% capacity. With one exception, you all cannot serve alcohol past 10 p.m. It's, it's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. We're like, it, we're starting to get back to normal, and things look like it's going well again, and then he just scales everything back again. Big Brother Wolf wants to take control, and hey, this is how it's going to be. Now, see that Listen to me. <laughs> aside, aside from, like, your own personal issue, like, that you, me, or whoever has with him, with this stuff... I truly, really, like, I mean, really feel so bad for some of our friends and people that we know or friends of friends that are in this industry because how many bars, like, have shut down for good? Not just, like, during quarantine, but, like, they just didn't have the funds to make it through. And now you're saying, oh, yeah, well, we can we can go back to 50%, but you guys have to be done by 10. Yeah. It's like, well, in my opinion, I think that you would probably see – more uh, restaurants or bars say like look i'd rather stay at 25 as long as i can keep doing my regular regular business hours so i don't know i don't know if that's even an option though no it's not because because like the wording on it uh the way the way i was taking it uh at first it said it was just only restaurants yeah but then to be in a bar you have to be serving food anyway because that was one of his dumb rules so it's like all right so technically everybody's a restaurant right now and then i even asked um Joe, owner of uh, Buckets, like you know, it, like it, with that with that lingo, like if you if you say, all right, fine, well we don't want to go fifty percent, we'll stay at twenty five. He's nope, that's not how it is. It's across the board. So I'm hoping there's a way around it, or they get close to it, and he's like, oh, okay, this is a bad idea. We'll just keep everything the same. It would be nice. I mean, I mean, hell, look at look at um, Jersey Shore. They they just uh, well I shouldn't say they just but they they decided to keep their beaches open until the end of September right. because of all the lost revenue and everything like that so they're keeping their beaches stocked with uh, lifeguards all the stores fronts are staying open um, one of our uh, one of our listener friends uh, Mike uh, I saw he posted something that he was down at uh, either it was at Cape May or he was in Wildwood or something he said every place that he went to packed. bar boardwalk everything. Just shoulder to shoulder with people. Yeah, yeah. Every place is even more packed than the last place. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, keep it going. It's good, but then when you see stuff like that, it's like you know, you know, because they they were way they were way worse at the coronavirus than we were in the beginning. In the beginning, that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't know. And you have aside from like Governor Wolf shutting this stuff down, and like we discussed a couple weeks ago, whether or not. Um, Fall sports were coming back for uh, kids in high school, like college, whatever was going to go on. It's just a weird time. Like, things aren't getting back to normal, per se. I mean, they're there, but they're not all the way there. Well, everything will be back to normal come November 4th. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Uh, So, let's jump into some things, because clearly, 
As you can tell, I got my uh, Dawkins jersey on today. I'm ready. I'm set for uh, Eagles game day today. Um, is he playing today? He is. Oh, okay, good. In my heart. <laughs> oh, okay. In my heart. Well, because I was, I was debating. I'm like, all right, for for today, do I do I rock a Djax, Dawkins, do some throwback for uh, quarterback quarterback help, and rock a uh, Randall? You, know, you had to wear the Dawkins. That was your I new had, jersey. I had. Well, I you know. She was so, up. She's uh, she was upstairs, like staring at me. I was like, you had where, where did I get this from? I I don't remember. Um, so a couple of things, because uh, obviously the big talking points for today are NFL and Eagles, mainly for us. Uh, NHL. So even though the Flyers season has come and gone, and they did their best, <laughs> they suck. How dare you, sir? <laughs> uh, one of our Philadelphia Flyers won the Selkie Award. It was uh, Sean Couturier for best defensive forward. So congratulations to him. I know you don't yeah, care. You're just mo- you're like yeah, whatever, moving on. Uh, but that was like the only like real flyer esque thing that came up. And the, <laughs> the, the last one... time we'll be talking about the flyers for a year. However, that, that is that is <laughs> oh co- shit. They'll be back in like three months, <laughs> two months. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes, they will. Uh, but I will say like regardless of whether or not you like the flyers or don't like the flyers, I, I was looking into this. This is only the third time that a player from the flyers won this award. I mean, it, it didn't get, like, started until, like, 75 or 6 or 7, somewhere around there. 78? That's a stretch. Okay. 71? Mm, I don't see that oh. being a possibility. <laughs> Just saw that episode. Yeah, Sent yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, that, the office. but that's pretty, that's pretty, he, like, there's only two other people, and the first one to ever win it for us was Bobby Clark. I forget who got the second one, but, yeah, I mean, that, hey, cheers to him. Yay. Okay, I digress. We'll move on from that, since I know how much of a fan you are. So, um, Major League Baseball. A couple of things uh, that have been thrown out there, and obviously focusing on Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, so, right now, we're in the middle of a seven-game series. Yeah, it's the most Crazy. ridiculous series I've ever seen. <laughs> seven-game series. So, you had you had a game Thursday night, doubleheader on Friday. Game yesterday or last night, Double doubleheader head. today, and game then a tomorrow. game tomorrow. And currently, as it stands, we're four games in, and we're currently three out of four. Like we've we've taken three of the games so far. They, I guess, they split the doubleheader. They split the doubleheader. Um. So what uh what are your thoughts looking into today's game? Just I, I pushed it all the way in. It's it doesn't want to be here anymore, <laughs> right? <laughs> No, they they split the series. They won Thursday night, didn't they? No, they're at they no. The Phillies won Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and only lost the Friday night game. Pretty sure. Are you you're gonna fact check me now? Fact checking away. Um, yeah, they won. The bullpen blew it. They won seven to six. On what day? Thursday. It's a two-two series. Mm. Yeah, no, the bullpen blew that. We were up 6-3, I think. Maybe that's why I thought it was... Uh, yeah, because you, you go to bed and before the bullpen comes oh in. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, you want to talk bullpen? The bullpen that you stood up for? I the, said, oh, oh, and I said... I said we got good players that were good players on other teams that we should be a better bullpen. Yeah. It hasn't happened, obviously. Yeah. But you're like, oh, Nick Pavetta is the whole problem for the bullpen. <laughs> Nick Pavetta hasn't been here in a month, and the bullpen still blows. I so. didn't say Pavetta's the whole— You were saying he was the I problem. Said I, I said he is a problem. You, you, 
He was. You're, I guess he was the only name you knew in the bullpen because that Here was the only name go. you ever talked about. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, but yes, uh, we do still have bullpen woes, as it's it big were. Big time. Like, so you got to go eight innings now. So the question becomes that I, that I want to ask you and to everybody else uh, tuning in and listening, give us your thoughts and comments. Um, as far as the bullpen woes, because we discussed this before about Girardi, he. Unfortunately, he inherited this bullpen. So there's, in theory, he did inherit the beginning bullpen, but this is a whole new bullpen. Who are you looking towards? Like, and I, I hate saying like, who do you point the finger at and say this is your fault? But where, where are you putting the blame on trying to move forward? Is it like your pitching coaches? Well, can't really blame the pitching coaches too much because the starting pitching's been fine. True, but starting pitchers got in as the leads to the seventh inning. So true, but my question is the only reason. And again, you know, you can you can take it all the way to the front office. You Maybe it's it to- the way the bullpen is warming up before. I, I don't know what's going on in the bullpen beforehand because I believe I don't you, know if they're warming up properly. Because I was saying, I shouldn't say I was saying. You told me, I forget what day it was, but even you were saying it's like you know I don't know what's wrong with this bullpen because. You you got these guys that were from other teams that actually were doing a good job. Like they they knew how to play the game, they knew how to throw the ball. They come here and it's like, what the hell happened? Like yeah, what what's what's it's very what, frustrating. What is changing because you're playing here? Very frustrating. So are you more in, or are you just are you just across the board just frustrated and something needs to change? Or are you looking at the front office? Are you looking at well, Girardi? Are you like, well? It's not Girardi. I know I know it's not Girardi. You know, he's going into these eighth innings with the lead. Right. You can't pitch for him. Right. <laughs> no, I understand. Definitely, this is far from Girardi's fault. Then, like, know. he's trying anything. He's trying to throw everybody out there. Yeah. Klintek, I mean, he, he did his best to get, you know, rebuild the bullpen. I just, I don't know. I, I really don't know that. I don't know what's going on with this bullpen. Okay. <laughs> so, so. I, I don't know. I don't, like, the best thing I say I can say is they're not preparing themselves enough before coming into the game i don't know okay they're not mentally in it obviously okay sticking with pitching let me ask your thoughts on this one because i heard him say it uh it seems to me that every year arietta opens his mouth and says something whether it's derogatory towards his teammates saying like you know they're they're not hustling and they're not doing their jobs and then magically after he opens his mouth he just like shits the bed like he's just like falls apart and goes into these uh, slumps or whatever you want to call it. He's been in a three-year slump since he's been here. This year, which was a couple weeks ago, maybe at the mid-August, towards the end of August, he starts saying that uh, we are a playoff contender team. This is a team to be reckoned with. We are a playoff contending team. If we didn't blow games, I forget what our record was going to be, 35-7? and Okay. If, If we kept the lead after seven innings? 35 and 9, something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Arietta is right. We are a player. We are a contending team if the bullpen just gets their head out of their asses. Yeah, but that, but see, that's that's the whole thing. Is like you can sit there and say we're we're a contending team. We're we're great this way. We're great that way. But it's like if this is your failure spot, you're always going to rely on that bullpen because somebody's going to have a bit off night. But now you're basically saying for us to be a contending team. You need your starting pitcher to go all eight, maybe nine innings every single day. Now, do I think that that's uh, a hard thing to do? Absolutely. However, I also kind of go back to the fact that it's a shortened season. So, like, the people that believe and follow, like, the uh, the pitch count, 
like religiously, I'm kind of in the mindset of like, yo, I don't care about a pitch count because at this stage in September, you guys would have thrown at least twice as much than you have already. I saw Vinny Velasquez pitch the other night, and he went like five, six innings pretty strong. We might have to think about going a six-man rotation and just like, hey, let's just go. Fuck the pitch counts. <laughs> okay, so you, you want to go away? Uh, just an extra day of rest for our pitchers and just try to just try to keep the bullpen out as much as possible. Right, so, I mean, essentially everybody's on the same page. The bullpen is an issue. And would you say that going into the offseason, uh, when, when this whole thing wraps up, that's your number one thing that needs to be fixed? I mean, because you're always— Well, your number one thing— is JT that, is my buddy Jake? That's number one. I know, one. but I, I told you I don't. I don't see them. You got to. You got to resign them. No, no, no. <laughs> I think that they have to, but I think they're going to let them test out and go into free agents. You I don't just, test those. You don't let those players test. I understand. I'm just telling you, like nah, nah, my it, belief be done. on this. It's going to be done. Okay. I mean, we're going against six today, which already hurts my heart enough. Is he he's first game or second the, game? I think he's, he's starting the second game. Okay. Do you know the times on that? I forgot to look uh, them up. One and four thirty or something. Okay. So clearly nobody's gonna be watching the first one because it's all Bird's Day. Okay. Oh, I'm keeping an eye because you know I still got my Philly shit on. Well, yeah. I mean, we're gonna be at the bar, so it's gonna be. A, well, it might not be. Well, they might have it on one of the TVs because you got you got four TVs in that. I got the MLB thing on my phone, so I'm good to go. Okay. So you mentioned uh, going to a six-man starting rotation. I think the six-man starting rotation is your best bet to keep the guys keep the guys fresh and uh, extra day off, mm-hmm. and try to keep the uh, you know more pitches more pitches yeah during the game so we get a uh, bullpen out of it. So really. my so okay yeah I understand that, but my question to you is since you bring up a six-man rotation. How do you see that working? Who would your six-man rotation be knowing that we currently have a buttload of guys on the IL, including Wheeler, who got a hangnail? Well, he's, he's only missing. He, I, I heard think, the most I heard recently was he could he could end up missing a lot more nah, than we he's think. He's missing Monday. That's it. Because I mean, like we, we were texting back and forth, dude. I did it so many times, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, just leave me alone. <laughs> there you go. Back. Just leave me alone. <laughs> now it won't fall back down. I swear to God. Um, it's called gravity. It was fine. Let's see how many times it falls down after after Daddy fixes it. All right. All right. Um, so we were talking. We were talking in our group text that uh, you know he he has a finger injury. Yeah. And allegedly, it this finger injury was sustained like. Two days before it was announced or whatever, when he was getting dressed for the game, on, and he caught his fingernail on his pants and, like, allegedly yanked the nail off or it's, like, hanging by a thread or something like that. He's I, already previously screwed up that nail before, so it's already been an issue. That is what, that's one of the, like, I remember waking up that morning reading, and every single article I saw, whether it was Crossing Broad or ESPN or uh, NBC Philly or whatever, uh, everything said the same thing. You can't make this up. No. Like, you can't make this He'll up. He'll miss Monday start. He'll be back end of next week. You have that much faith, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. What about uh, the rest of your IL? 
which includes some of, but not limited to, Kingery, Quinn, Bruce, Alvarez, Wheeler we spoke about, and last night... Well, Real- Alvarez hasn't been around in a while, so... I'm just saying, speaking about not all of them, it's whatever. But last night... And Quinn's on the concussion protocol. And last night, you had these two players leave the game. Howard and Real Muto. Real Muto left with the hip soreness or something. And, was, and Howard saying shoulder stiffness. Both be fine. They'll be both be fine. You're not concerned about that? No, Real Muto's in the... He'll be playing today. Okay. Okay, I, I'm just throwing it out there. Wait, when did Real Muto leave the game? When they're already up by seven runs? Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> I'm just... It's just something to throw you know, out there. Hey, your, your hip does get sore when you're crouching down... You do understand. Three hours a day. <laughs> you do understand that as a part of a sports talk radio, we have to have a debate and discuss. We I, can't... I am debating it. Yeah. <laughs> well, when did he go out? When they were already up? Yeah, it's the nonsense. Uh, it is. <laughs> so, question about Mr. Harper. He was. Uh, I, I haven't seen what his his new uh, batting average is right now, but he was slumping for a little bit. Uh, kept doing the bunting here and there. Um, just love talking about the bunting. Well, because <laughs> it's happening. And, he did a couple times. And uh, the one, the one thing that I uh, I had heard uh, that that was compared to for those uh, for those people that are religious people that are into the Bible or the Bible stories. There's a story called Sans- Samson, who want to talk to Samson. He was like allegedly the strongest man you could like basically like Hercules and his power came from his hair. Okay. So when they cut they cut all his hair off, he lost all his pat like all his strength and everything like that. Mr. Harper's in a quite a slump and got himself a little haircut in there. Well it looks like his haircut looks like they just put his helmet on and they just cut Tuck- around the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing. I was like, who did this? Is this is yeah, weird he, looking. Cuz initially I was talking uh, I think I was talking to Moser maybe. Uh, or maybe it was Helm. They were saying, like, he's he like, looks like he... he's getting ready for his first Holy Communion as a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> like the little girl boy yeah. haircut? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I was talking, it was either Moser or Helm, and they were like, hey, did he get a haircut? Or is he just start tucking the hair into no, his helmet? It's... I'm like, no, it's, it's a weird no, looking... they just, like, cut it around his helmet. <laughs> it looks goofy. Especially for a guy that's been, like, really into his hair. I don't. I don't know who is here. I, that's a Corona haircut for you. <laughs> that that that's a good. It's like what the hell? Like when he's out there wearing his rocking his hat out in the field. It's like man, you look weird. Yeah, it's who cut your hair, Stevie Wonder? I, 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 they must have did, did that. <laughs> they must have did that at the ballpark. <laughs> I wonder if he lost a bet. Something happened. I I need to hear a full story on that haircut. <laughs> Uh, but uh, how are you feeling about Mr. Uh, Harper's uh, bat? You it's, think it's back? You think it's, it's, it's on his way back or struggling what? Struggling still, struggling. Had a couple hits this week, but he's still struggling. So yeah. he's still not in my top five for the week. Oh, that's right. The top five. We got that coming up. And it, I assume it's all just Phillies. It's all for one of those. Because that's the only one we got right now. Only filled up the team that played this week. Naturally. Uh, oh, so I wanted to bring this up because I wanted to slap every single person the other night. Okay. One of the things that we discussed about weeks ago was the unwritten rules of baseball because of uh, what was going on with the Padres. Because, you know, I-, I can't believe he swung and hit a grand slam. 
Uh, During a 3-0 count when they're already up 10 runs. Right. So it's like, it's an unwritten rule. And then he ended up stealing third when they were up by four runs. I I don't know. Like, everybody was talking about unwritten rules. So I'm bringing this back because on Friday night, there was like three people. And you were telling me McCarthy kept talking about it on on TV. Was that we were in the middle, like, in the middle of a no-hitter. Now, that being said. I first noticed it in the third, fourth inning, which is like, come on, that's the beginning of the game. However, because it's a double header, you only had seven innings, so like I started really getting into it and paying attention to it. But unwritten rule, it's something you don't ever talk about. Why are people just blatantly talking about Cause it? Because they, because it was a seven inning game, so they're like, uh, it's not a real new header. Now, now if you if you actually hypothetically with these new rules. If he actually did have a no-hitter, is that an asterisk or they don't give him it's a no? It's not a legal no-hitter. It's not legal? No. Why? I think you have to I think it's got to at least be 8 innings. So kind of like a complete game has to go anything past 5. Right. I mean, I think for the no-hitter it's got to be at least 8 innings. Okay, so it has to go at least 8 innings and then here I am getting all wired up about uh People talking about it, and it never was even in contention. Yeah, I don't think it was a legal... Yeah, you can't have a legal no-hitter in seven innings. That's what I was told. Okay. Either way, though, the the principle still stands. Why are people talking about no-hitters? Like, okay, and again, I'm saying I noticed it in the third, fourth inning. But in reality, if you have to go eight, nine innings, like a real game, why are people talking about it after the sixth inning? Like, you get to the 6th, 7th, it's like, yo, shut the hell up, don't mention it, don't jinx it, don't whatever. And some people find it funny that they're talking about it. Like, oh, I'm not going to jinx it, but go, oh, you're... It, I, I just don't understand why that is a thing people find funny. I mean, I understand it's a superstition. I understand that it, like, me talking about it or anybody talking about it probably has no effect on the game. Right. But it's still, like, one of those... Unwritten rules. Yeah. Give us a call. Let us know your thoughts. 724-815-0667. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iHeartRadio. Tell them, play the Booch and Pat Show. Uh, Booch is monitoring the Facebook chat room. So leave us your thoughts, comments, and concerns. So it has to be nine innings. has to be nine innings. It has so to the, be at least nine innings. So eight doesn't matter. No. So whoever told you that was wrong. Yeah. Okay. So if the game gets... Canceled after eight innings because of weather or whatever. Still not no-headers. Got to be at least nine innings. Okay. Thank you, Wikipedia, because, you know, they're always right. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Wikipedia. You're the best. Um, So then my last uh, talking point here for baseball is uh, Justin Timberlake, the singer. Every time I think about baseball, I think about NSYNC. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Justin Timberlake is dipping his toe into, uh, ownership. He's a big baseball guy. I know. So, currently, uh, he is trying, uh, he's trying to bring an MLB team to Tennessee, which is where he grew up. Uh, and the... I think he tried playing minor league baseball in Tennessee one time. Oh, did he? Or took a swing during a game or something like that. Oh. I remember that, like, I mean, I, 20 years ago. I was gonna say, I feel like I've seen him in one of those celebrity softball games after... The home run derby or whatever. Yeah, I think he 
he does all those kind of okay. like the rock and jock bass schools back in the day. Those were fun. <laughs> yeah. I really wish they would bring that stuff back. Me too. MTV, they just play ridiculous yeah. every day. <laughs> um, but uh, the official proposal will be uh, posted for the 2021 winter meetings. And now this comes off the heels of MLB actually stating that they're interested in expanding the league by two teams. Okay, good. You think that's good? I know that there are some people out there that says there's already too many teams in baseball now. Why would we add more? What's the what's the more revenue? More money? More games? More games? No, not more games. (laughs) (laughs) I would I would make less games, but (laughs) less games. I'd I'd want another team. Why don't you bring a team into Montreal again? You want your expos back, don't you? Yeah, you know. But, uh, yeah, so, that, I mean, that's that's an interesting talk because, first of all, I didn't realize that MLB was interested in trying to do – expand expand the league at all, let alone – All like, these leagues are trying to look for ways to make money and cash in. I hear you. I hear you. So, uh, do you have anything else for – Well, I might as well just give away my uh, – Oh, that's right. You got, yeah, you're Philly 5. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Number five, I'm going to go Mean Gene Segura. Number four, a JT Rilamuto. Why do you make him sound like he's not, like, like he, he made it sound like he's, like, from Japan or something? Rilamuto. I don't know. That's why I always say his name. <laughs> okay. Three, Reese Hoskins. <laughs> yeah, he's been hitting. Oh, I forgot to get Big Al. He's been hitting some dingers, boy. Two. Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah. He was at the cycle the other night. I was going to say, he came up clutch. And number one, you got the rookie, Alec Boom. Which we were discussing last week. Rookie of the year contender. He's the contender. He's up there. He's got to be. Yeah, you would think he would have to be. It'd be uh, stupid not to. Yeah, that's but... two weeks in a row without without uh, without Bryce. And this week without any pitchers. I mean, Aaron Nola had the opportunity, but early in the week he gave up seven runs. So. And that's a big no-no for that's you. It's like, yeah, I don't care how uh, great you are. You now you're up. averaging like almost four <laughs> runs a game with the two, so you can't you can't be in the top. And obviously, no bullpen guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shall we jump into the talking points? Let's what? Go. Why we're all here? Why we're having breakfast in bed this morning? I don't know what's going on today. <laughs> here we go. Let's jump in. So that was our uh, that was our little intro for Eagles game day. I had that set up since we started this show back in uh, March. I was like, ah, oh, let's do something fun for when we got Eagles stuff. So uh, that's our little intro. Are you still are we still on the delay and you're still yeah, watching? Yeah, I, I was looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like it was almost this Philly special going on there. I, that was kind of like the idea. I mean, it it's looked, not. It's but. not. It looked like sort of. I the X's was, and O's of the Philly that, special. That's, I mean, that's why I chose it. I saw, I saw that. I was like, oh, this is this would be kind of fun. 
So yes, that's our little for the I mean, for those that are listening via podcast or other ways, uh if you actually tune in to our show live, you get to see the video of the things that we talk about. And that was our intro for Eagles Game Day. So, here we are, Eagles Game Day. Uh football's back. Football's back. Are we going into football before we go into the Eagles? Talking football first? We can do whatever you would like. Yeah, let's talk football. You know, this is week one. We got a lot of new quarterbacks in different positions. Yes. Uh, some in of different, the difference in different teams this year. Some of the quarterbacks in different locations making their debuts for these teams today. Yeah, some of the names, not all of the names. You got Brady, Rivers, Foles, uh, Cam, Bridge. Well, Foles isn't playing, but. No, they said he's. I thought. I thought Trubisky I re- is their starter. I know he's the starter. I heard. I thought I was reading this morning that uh, Foles would probably end up starting today. Oh, I didn't hear that. Trubisky was named the starter, so I figured. Oh, okay. I thought the same starter. thing too, but the thing that I was reading said he should be the starter. I was like, okay, he should be, but is I, it? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see that. So we'll see. Well, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Wouldn't be the first time. Um. Uh. Yeah, but so so these are your guys in in their new locations. Obviously, the biggest talking point that everybody wants to talk about. Is Brady down in uh, Tampa, hanging out with Gronk and all the other weapons that he got for that for that team? Yeah, and still waiting to hear on Mike Evans to see if he's playing. But no matter what, they have a lot of weapons yeah. down in Tampa Bay for Mr. Brady and company. Yes, yes. Uh, so, so yeah, NFL's back now. Here, here's my ultimate question because obviously, like. In theory, this would lead us into Eagles conversation, but we're going to hold off on that for a second. Uh, no preseason. So what do yeah, you like? That was great. What do a what do you like about it? Because obviously you think it's great. And B, before you go, uh, B, what can uh, everybody expect? Because like normally you're going into week one, you've seen some different schemes, different ways that people work. And we haven't watched a single bit of football That's until. I like and, it. and now here we go yeah, today. So it's it's a coin toss. You don't know jack it's, it's shit. It's like college football. College football doesn't have preseason. They go right into the season and they're ready to go. Valid. I like it. You watch Thursday night game. At least I watch Thursday night game. It's not like they missed a beat. Nobody. I mean, Houston came out a little sluggish, but I mean they came along eventually. But Kansas City were full tilt the whole game. They looked like the Super Bowl champions. Being led by Darth Vader, big big red. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that mask was. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember. It looked like he was getting the last hot dog at Seven <laughs> Eleven. Yeah, the memes were great. Oh, the memes all all the, week. Was that the picture that you sent me? That was was that the Fog Bowl? Yeah, the yeah. Fog Bowl. <laughs> what Andy Reid's looking at when trying Mike to coach Quick, it? Uh, Mike quits there. So, I feel like Thursday night didn't you didn't lose a beat without having preseason. You know, preseason all that does to me is. All right, it does get some players that weren't going to make the team, give them a shot. Yeah. Obviously, that didn't happen. So, a lot of players that might have made the team got cut or on practice squads now. Yeah, because last – was it last week that we announced all, like, the Eagles that got cut? Yeah, and then, yeah. like, the next day, virtually 75%, if not a little more, were put on practice squads. Like, so why do we announce all these cuts? And preseason also – I always feel like you always get this big ACL injury or this big injury that's going to hurt your season. Okay. So, I mean, there has been a lot of injuries, a little, little ding, uh, dings going on. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything too major so far. Right. Because it looks like Jalen Rager is coming back. 
Rangers Lane playing. Johnson's playing today. Miles Sanders is out this week. He'll be back next week. But it's not like we had that year-long injury, except for except for Brooks, but that happened before the right. season even started. So, which I, I think the, hurts, I think the but... preseason gives you the, like four games. It gives you that chance for a player to go out for okay. a whole season. So I'm glad. Get, get ready. To, like I hope they look at this now and say, hey, let's drop this four games to two games. Moving now, forward. would you? Would you add two games to the season or just be no, done with them? I like 16 games. I don't know why people – I understand the NFL wants 18 games because of money. Yeah, they want I all the money. 16 games is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a long enough season. Okay. But I would drop it down to uh, two preseason games. Just more yeah. more mini camps or whatever? and yeah, just whatever. Do whatever you did this year. I thought it was great okay. this year. Okay. I thought everything was fantastic. I would even get rid of the preseason altogether, but they're not going to do that because that's also a money grab for them. Right. Um, obviously we discussed Andy Reid's face mask, which is, I, I did see that Harbaugh was, had learned from Andy Reid's mistake because I guess he was planning on doing the whole face mask and he well, saw how it was fogging up on him. And, Cause I remember I said, it was like, I mean, How's he Andy see? Reid's a little bit closer to that face shield than some of these, <laughs> some of these coaches might be. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming everybody like I'm, I am honest to God, assuming most guys were probably going to do the plastic shield. Thinking, like, you know, I can still breathe. I can still yell. Nobody's going to – like, it's not going to be that muffled. And then they saw it fogging up. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just do the, the face covering, the the gaiters or the masks or whatever they call them. Yeah, Andy Reid was definitely that lab rat right there on Thursday night. So everybody got to see what not to do. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, but, I he, mean still, he still he still won that game. Yeah. He still marched up and down the field. So, I mean, kudos to them. Reigning Super Bowl champs. Like, Super it is Bowl what champs. it is. Uh, obviously another big talking point across the NFL, which you were talking about yesterday with me, running backs getting paid. That class of 2017 is getting paid. You got Kamara getting paid. You got Dalvin Cook getting paid. You got McCaffrey getting paid a couple months ago. Yeah. And Joe Mixon got paid. So finally running backs getting paid. Good. Now I know you got Saquon. He's a, he's in New York licking his lips right now, seeing all these contracts. When's his contract up? Well, or when 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 can he? Well, he's the year after. He's 2018, so mm-hmm. he's looking at a contract next year for next year. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. And, I, and then Miles that. Sanders licking his lips if he has two good season. Both of them might set the new bar. Highest paid running backs? Well, then until the next one. I mean, right, it's right. just going to keep on going. But Okay. But for a long time, people wouldn't pay, pay running backs. I'm glad. Well, I knew I'm that glad was. glad they're like, starting to appreciate the position again. Well, you have to. I, I, I never understood that. Well, because they look at running backs, they're like, oh, you're done at 25 years old. Yeah, you get like maybe three, four, at you, most five you're, seasons. You're like, hoping right, to get, get a out. rookie contract and maybe two years out of them and see you later. Sayonara. Farewell. Get out. Alviter Zane? <laughs> yeah. Ciao. Anything else? No, that's it. <laughs> okay. Just make it sure. Um, adios. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, obviously, since we had uh, the very first game, which was on Thursday, uh, and knowing how the, the world has been with coronavirus and everything like that, we discussed it last week. You can buy your cardboard cutouts for the Eagles Stadium because Eagles fans are not allowed. However... You had fans in the stadium at Kansas City. Yeah. And we discussed that the Browns are going to have some and the Bengals are going to have some. Two I be- games each, yeah. I believe today. Our, uh, Jacksonville's the only Jack- team. Jacksonville's the only team today. Yep. They're at home. Yep. 
Yeah. So I think they can have 22% capacity. So my question is, which I know I, 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 I probably briefly touched on it last week, but I want to bring it up again today because I want your opinion. I want you all to chime in. Give us a call. 724-815-0667. Leave a message for Booch on the Facebook uh, chat room so that we can chime in on this. I want to know, how is this fair? Well, it's it's up to the governors of each state. It's just, I NFL under- is just leaving it up to the states. And I think, I the think N- it's fine. I think the NFL should interject. No, why? Why? They, people need to make money. People need to get back to normalcy. I'm okay with it. It's up to the state. It's up to Dictator Wolf to let the fans in, not the NFL. I have no problems with this at all. I think I think the NFL needs to step in and sit there and say, look, uh, either either everybody's allowed to have some fans or nobody is because you're you're, you're changing up what home field advantage actually means. Well, it's it, it's not Florida's fault. That Pennsylvania is not letting us do anything. I understand that you can't. I understand. Like it's I, not the state's fault that we have a dictator as our governor. Right. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, I'm not. Com- I'm not trying to compare state to state when it comes well, to. Well, you are. Hear me out. I'm not trying to compare state to state when it comes to uh, dining out, restaurants, going to bars, stuff like that. Because like when you guys were in the Outer Banks, you went to a bar where you could actually sit at the bar. Right. Uh, talking to some of my my dad's friends that moved to Florida. They sit at bars every time that they go into one. Like, they don't actually have to sit at tables because they have to be that far away. It's like, I understand you can't compare apples and oranges because every state's different. However, regardless of what states are doing, the NFL is a business, is an organization, and they preach safety and fairness because everything right now is about equality and fairness. I'm just pointing out that this is one of those times where it's like, okay, you have 32 teams – why is it that 15 of them can have their home field advantage, but then the rest are just so, shit out of luck? So let's uh, – all right. So how about – will you talk about a Buffalo Wild Wings? <laughs> so can you sit at a bar in Florida, but you can't sit at a bar in Pennsylvania? So you're talking so, chains. Yeah, talking chains. I okay. Mean, it's That's pretty a, much the same thing as the NFL you're talking – like same comparison. Okay. That that is a very That is a very astute point. I know. <laughs> I like that. You kind of cornered me on that. Uh, I still don't like it. Yeah, I know you don't like it. But... I really don't. <laughs> but... I still don't like it, but that's a va- that's a valid argument you just made. And I'm kind of speechless at the moment. So I, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I was not <laughs> expecting that one. I was kind of hoping somebody would call in and say, "Yeah, yeah, I like it," or "I don't like it." I, you're you kind of stopped me in my tracks on that one. Oh, it just came in my head. So yeah. okay. We're talking about the bars, talking about football. I liked it. I like seeing fans in the stadium yesterday during college football games. I liked to see it on Thursday when you saw, I think it was 15,800 people in the stadium. Mm. I liked it. And everything looked fine. Everybody was social distancing. Everybody had masks on for the most part, unless they were drinking and eating. It's Everything seemed fine. I wish our governor would let us do that. Let us partake. Now, I... I need to emphasize this. I'm not saying I don't like it because I don't think that fans shouldn't be allowed. I'm not saying that. I'm just I'm just trying to keep it equal across the board. I totally love seeing the fans out in Kansas City and uh, uh, college fans for their for their uh, games. Because I even said to you this morning, I was like, is that their is that their marching band in the in the end zone? Because it looked like everybody was spaced out, all nice and even, and everything like that. Whereas if it was just normal people, yeah. there's no way that you would have that uniformity 
every which way that you went, because that's a marching band. They always have that uniformity. So I thought that was kind of neat. Uh, and yeah, it's not because because quite honestly, I've said it all baseball season. I'm tired of the pumped in noise, the 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 crowd noise and all that stuff. It sounds so weird in I, baseball. I don't like it. <laughs> who who's who the one that said it sounds like uh, sounds like the ocean? I did. Yeah. That was you. Yeah. Like once. All right. So everybody that's listening, when you watch the Phillies later today or any baseball later this week, when you hear the crowd noise that's getting pumped in. It sounds like the ocean come rolling in, rolling out. Or if you put your ear to a seashell. Seashell. That's like what that, I was thinking of. Yeah. Like that's that. Once you hear it, you can't unhear it. Right. So. Especially in Citizens Bank Park, I think that's the worst of like sounding like the sea in and out. Yeah. And see, like as far as like crowd noise, and we're gonna find out what that's gonna sound like. Uh, not obviously not to. Well, no, there's nobody there in D.C. Nobody there in D.C. But I don't care about their crowd noise. I'm interested they in... They never have crowd noise anyway. Exactly. They don't even have a team name. They're just football Yay, team. Yay, football team. <laughs> like, it was so weird to see, like... Who are we? The football team. <laughs> it was so weird to see, like, you know, uh, like, the official uh, picture for today from the Eagles uh, social media. It's like, all right, Philadelphia Eagles versus Washington. Uh, okay. The football team. The football Woo. team. Like you guys have nothing. Yeah, it's so stupid. <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, I'm I I'm curious to hear what this alleged pumped-in crowd noise will sound like at the link. Because you know you know Philly's rowdy, especially when it comes to the Eagles. They like even even if the Eagles make a bad a bad move, a fumble, and it, like they will let you have it. Right. Like they're they're unforgiving for both sides. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious, if you're going to pump in crowd noise, are you actually going to do it true justice to Eagles fans everywhere? Or are you just going to be like, oh, no, a touchdown? I, I, I think they'll give it true justice. I hope so. We shall see. Uh, sticking with uh, odds and ends around the league, this is uh, this going to be the weirdest transition I've ever had to make. Okay. Uh, crowd noise is – we're just talking about crowd noise to – Taking a dump on your chest. Oh, Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> so, he plays for the Cleveland Browns, but loves a Cleveland steamer. So, yeah, this was going to be my, uh, what's up with that moment. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I mean, it's, it's, all right, it's all right, it's all right, it's fine. I, I got it queued up. We can do it for you. We're, we're good. What's up with that? I'll do it short. What's up with that? So I I, don't, I forget the lady's name. Uh, was she it's a an rapper? In, is it a rapper or Instagram model? I have no idea. She's a nobody. But she was married to a rapper or whatever. But oh, she okay. said that Odell Beckham Jr. has that fetish of he, he likes to get shit on or shit on people. And he wanted her to take selfies of her taking a dump. <laughs> Dude, it's so gross. Yeah, it's so like, oh my God, Odell <laughs> Beckham Jr., <laughs> it's so gross. What's up with that? What's up with that? And this, this is the first time we've actually talked about Cleveland Steamers in the show. What's up with that? What's up with that? What's up? Oh, God. Yeah, I... All right, Keenan, get off my uh, soundboard. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, again, it goes back, like, hey. Whatever you're into, like Rex Ryan with his foot fetish, uh, obviously that seems a little bit more easy to deal with, I guess. Yeah. You know, but I mean, hey, to each their own. 
you just got to understand when you're in the spotlight of the media, whether you're an actual celebrity, an athletic celebrity, whatever the case may be, <clears throat> pun intended, your shit's going to get out there. Like, like, like that's just going to happen. Like, so you either you got to either you got to keep secrets and then like, OK, if you if you slept with this person one time and like, isn't isn't there an actual player that has this? A non-disclosure agreement after like they sleep together, he makes them sign it. I know it probably. I feel Derek like Jeter used to like give signed baseballs and a and a gift bag on the way out for his checks. I feel like I did read this not that long ago. I'm gonna like when I say not long ago, I'm saying between but within the last six months. I feel like I remember reading something where uh, a player and because it, it was definitely an athlete uh, would have you know random hookups or whatever. And before the girls would leave, he would make them sign a non-disclosure agreement, legally binding. It probably happens more than we know. I mean, you got the dude from uh, the Houston Rockets that got kicked out of the bubble because he brought a chicken. Oh, I did hear about <laughs> yeah. that. I forgot to bring House, that up. Yeah. So these athletes, man, they just they just love to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all do, but these athletes, <laughs> they're crazy. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want somebody taking a dump no, on me. No, I don't. Me. No, I would. No, 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 no. <laughs> like I'm about to be a dad. I'm not even excited about him taking like a dump on me, like you know, changing a diaper, let alone a grown ass woman. Ugh. <laughs> My God. I don't even, like. I don't even understand how that becomes like a fetish. Like what? Like what? What? What went wrong with you in life that you know you're getting potty trained and you look in the toilet like that looks fun? I want to play with that. Yeah, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll change. We'll change over to another player that's an idiot. New York Giants 2019 draft pick DeAndre Baker. Not just a draft pick, the number one first round 30th pick draft. <laughs> Waived from the team for quote the alleged armed robbery back in April. That was at the beginning of Corona. When people were still like hanging out and they weren't practicing early, social distancing. Early Corona, yeah. Yeah, he he faces up to ten years to life. Good, he's an idiot. That is insane. He deserves it. All I heard was it was a semi-automatic weapon. He was barking orders uh, to who was the other athlete that was with him? I forget the dude from Seattle. Yeah, I can't remember his name. But uh, yeah, it just it just kind of goes out there. It's like you know you're you're. You're an NFL player. You're going to get paid tons. Like, what are you doing? Now, the one thing that I was told, this was told to me a couple of years ago, when, and when I say a couple of years, I'm going to say like when Plaxico Burris shot himself in the leg. Yeah. Or whatever, because, you know, hey, you shouldn't be have. you're not allowed to have a gun. It's unregistered to you. Like, you're just, and uh, I had said to uh, one of our friends from, from the firehouse, older guy. And we were talking about, like, you know, the stupidity that is some of these athletes out there. It's like, what are you doing? Like, you have all of the money at your fingertips, but then, like, you're going to go out and sell weed? You're going to go out and have a gun and fire a gun or rob people? Like, right. Like, what are you doing? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. And his best response to me was, what makes you think, just because he became uh, a player in the NFL and is getting paid all of this money, that just changes his brain chemistry from the entire way he grew up became a good person (laughs) yeah and i guess i never really thought about it that way because i guess i just kind of thought like you know the people that 
like some of these guys that grew up in like you know the inner cities or or like you know bad neighborhoods, especially like out west. Right. Like you know they're they're out there selling drugs or whatever just to make ends meet because it's like you know they're trying to put food on the table for their mom or their brothers and sisters, you know trying whatever they can do. I just kind of always thought like that was just like that time until it's like all right this is what I have to do to make it to college so that I can be this player. So I can get to the NFL, and then I can just live happily ever after. Yeah. But then you have some of these guys that are just still want to be thugs and gangbangers. I never understood that, but that, that was a good point that was brought up to my attention. Uh, do 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 I guess that's all I really have for across the NFL. You gotta, you gotta look at uh the California games going on today and tomorrow. Because air quality is not too great with the wildlife. so The the wildfires out there? The wildfires, yeah. So as of right now, they're playing it. But if it hits a certain level, then they're going to have to postpone the games. Have to call the games. It's 49ers today and the Rams tomorrow. You got Niners tonight at 425, Rams uh, Monday night football. So they've they've been playing baseball and and they had a golf tournament in California that went off without a hitch. But... There's, there's, there's still a little worry about the air quality. Have you actually seen any pictures, or you just? Seen oh like, yeah, yeah. Like it's wild to me. It's a wildfire. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Like there's, like there's a site that I follow, like well, a group or page or whatever on Facebook that I follow for uh, post office stuff, and somebody posted a picture. It was like, I don't know, 10 a.m. or something like that, and I guess they're somewhere out in California, and they took a picture of like the skyline. It was bright orange. Yeah. I mean, like it is. It was such a weird. Like it kind of looked like a like like a apocalypse type movie, like you know Walking Dead or you know I Am Legend. Like it, everything just kind of looked. I was like, what the hell? That was that's a weird looking picture. It's pretty scary out there right now. So you know, keep them all in your thoughts right now. Yeah. It's like all we hear about is Sleepy Joe and Donnie. But there's actually real shit going on in this world. Yeah, I'll, I'll be happy when that's over. I, I'm, I'm tired of... I've gotten to the point now where, um, like, when this whole election and everything's over, I'm just going to go through my Facebook and start remove. Like, I probably won't delete people in case, like, I decide that, you know, hey, you became a normal human being again. Uh, and this goes both ways. I'm just going to start blocking things because I'm like, I'm tired of seeing it. Facebook shouldn't be a place where... You throw out your political stuff. It really shouldn't. It should be a place where it's like you know, the whole way the whole the way it started. Pictures of my poops. <laughs> the whole way it started was to stay in contact with your family and friends. Yeah. Uh, sharing photos, stuff like that, and now people are just like it's just snowballed. So I, I can't stand it, and I don't want to see it anymore. Uh, so then Eagles talk. Eagles. What do we like? What do what are our playmakers of the day here? What are, what are we thinking for the game today? Well, it's, it sucks because Miles Sanders isn't going to be in. So I thought Miles Sanders was going to come out and start off the season pretty strong. You got to look at Boston Scott in the screen game. Uh, he was one of the top fantasy players after like the last four weeks, last week. So he's going to be big in the receiving game. He'll get a couple carries. You got to look at Corey Clement as your number two now. <coughs> Deshaun, he let them up last year in the second half, so he, like he might take Darby a couple times. Oh, that's right. We got we're <laughs> we're we're gonna get to see Darby again. Yeah. So 
First time seeing him. So the 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 thing that scares me is they got Chase Young yeah. and they got Kerrigan who always has our number. Yeah. So we, we got uh, our tackles need to be on their A game. Seems like Lane Johnson's going to be playing, but uh, Jack Driscoll, the kid from Auburn's got to be he's got to be ready to step up just in case. Mm. So we got to look out. They got a good pass rush right there, but that's the only thing that really scares me on that team. Okay. Uh, what do you think about Peters? Peter, like I'm saying, our tackles, they got to be on their A game. They got to, yeah. you know, he's an all pro Hall of Famer, so he's got he's to lock it down out there. Which he just got his. Uh, he got an extension because his buddy Lane Johnson helped him out there. What's it? Up to $8 million for guarantee? It's, yeah, $8 million because Lane, Jar- Lane Johnson uh, restructured his contract for him. Is he getting a percentage as his new he's, agent? <laughs> no, he's getting more money guaranteed. That's mm-hmm. what Lane's getting. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Um, so defensive, defensive, you know, you got to look at the, we're going to have a great pass rush. We're going to, our defensive line is going to be good. Got a pretty much a whole new linebacking core. TJ Edwards played last year, Mm -hmm. but he's still young. You got to look at Duke Riley pretty much making his first start at linebacker. Right. So you know we got a we got a young linebacking core that hopefully doesn't get burnt right there. Luckily, we're starting off the season against the football team. It's not like we're starting off against a juggernaut. The good old football and, team. And we got a we got a whole new secondary. We've been talking about it for weeks now. It's like the secondary has been revamped. The only thing that's the same is McLeod playing the same spot. Besides yeah. that, everybody else has been shifted around. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts as far as what what do you expect out of Zach Ertz today, especially coming on off of the whole debate whether or not uh, you know he's he now needs to play like this is his last year? Well, I mean, he should shut the fuck up. That's what he should do because he's still under contract next year too, so he's not going anywhere for two years. So, so you think he's just getting? You, you you leave that in the you leave that to yourself. You leave that between the agent and Howie. You shouldn't be bringing that stuff out. That stuff pisses me off. All right? It's time to talk about football. Money talk is not happening right now. All right? He'll still be the best tight end, in my opinion, in the NFL. But when it comes to that, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) You're just just causing chaos at that point. You're just causing – you just want to bring drama into it. I understand. I'm not. I mean, so that, I mean, that, don't that get me wrong. Like I sit, me off. I sit there. I sit there and say, like, look, he's making a valid argument. He's making a valid point. It's just timeline wise is not. No, it's the not first the way time. to do it. We're getting ready for the first game with everything going on. You don't. You don't talk contract now. That time's over, man. You don't hear Jake. You don't hear my buddy JT Rilamoto talking about it all the time. True. Actually, I don't remember ever hearing him actually no, you, talk you about it. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper will chirp, but <laughs> I've never talk, really heard Real Muto talk about, hear about it. it. Everybody else talk about his contract except for JT. Yeah. Because he knows what's up. <laughs> well, he is I, a true professional. <laughs> I hope so. Um, so who's uh, who? Like, not to say that there is one, but like you know, because you're doing your top five Phillies of the, Philly players of the week. Who are you expecting to have on that list come next week? Who are you looking to? Carson Wentz, I'm hoping, will be number one. Okay. I think Carson Wentz comes out firing. And 
going to look like the MVP candidate he was a couple years ago. I think I think he's going to really he had a decent year last year. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be even better this year. Okay. I'm now, really excited for him this year. So now, see you 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 mentioned Carson Wentz, and I would be I would be in the wrong to not bring this up. Uh, our director of social media, or whatever the name is that you gave him, uh, Rich shared a whole he shares a whole bunch of stuff for us on Facebook anyway. But the one thing that he did share, which I did see gained a little bit of likes or a comment here and there, was the article that stated that um, Wentz is fun, like right now starting to get like that leadership role and like starting to get the like the the players yeah have his back right and uh, I believe my cousin listener Josh had chimed on and said that is such a sad article to read. When he's this late into his career here, well, yeah. and now you're just talking about how people are I mean, just starting not, to get his back. It's not late. It's four years into a career. <laughs> it's not right. late. But we're so Nick Foles going in the last three years. So, Well, and also, it, I'm not saying late in his career like he's like he's like at the end of his yeah, career. I'm I mean, just saying I mean, like his tenure here. I mean, he's what, 27 years old, so. Is he that old? I think uh, 27, 27. He's not old, so. Right. He's not late in his career, so. This, this is the time where he's got to step up and be the MVP candidate that we need him to be. And that's what you're hoping to see today. I'm, I'm hoping he comes out fire, and I'm, I'm hoping for 300 yards, three touchdowns, fantasy-wise, too. But. I, was just about to, I was just about to ask you, because it's like, where are we standing on fantasy with you here? Like, I, I got Carson I, starting I got, today. I was like, I know you got Carson. Like, I'm starting today, because you're yeah. going against the football team, so. Okay. So, uh, what do you got for uh, final? Final, I got thirty-one to fourteen Eagles. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think I think we come out firing, and I think it's just over. It's a very easy-going game, and we're getting gearing up for Game Two of the Phillies. You got a pen? I forgot to grab a pen. I would have wrote that down. It's whatever. Well, I'll I'll listen to the playback. I'm going 30, twenty. Thirty-one fourteen. It's been my score all week. I've okay. I was I'm set up at twenty-seven ten. Okay. Very similar. Yeah. Very very similar. I think we come out firing, and it's a you know it's game on from there. It's let's go, game on from there. Um, do you have any other specifics with Eagles that you want to cover before we move on? No, no, not really. Okay. Uh, do you have any fantasy football pro tips that you want to give out and tell people? Hey, look out for this guy. Look out for this guy. Or because I'm just springing on this, you maybe next week <laughs> we'll do something. You sprung it on to me. I didn't get time to like right now. You just sprung it on to me. I didn't get time to look into it. But I like Carson Wentz today a lot, obviously, like I just said. Right. And uh, that's it right Okay, now. that's fine. That's fine. Like... Well, well, I, 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 it just clicked in my head. I was like, oh, you know, we should probably like say some odds and ends about fantasy football. like trying. And I mean, it kind of will go hand in hand with our next segment here. Oh, excuse me. With our next segment here, when we go, we're going to do our against all odds, which we brought this up before, which is against all odds is our little gambling area where we... We'll break down like our picks that we think that you know this is where you want to look at, and we also have our locks. And since we're doing it this season, uh, we have Helm, we have Moser joining us. Well, not on the line or in the studio here, but they, they gave us their picks, so I got all that set up, and uh, we'll just see who's top dog by the end of the season. All right. But in theory, this does help uh, try to, um, you know, figure out your fantasy because we're gonna tell you like look out for these teams. So let's jump on in, shall we? 
Alright, so, on the screen you'll see Booch, me, Helm, and Moser with all of our picks. On the bottom line there, you got all the locks, hence the uh, yellow lock with it saying locked. So, Booch's picks for this weekend. You want to cover your picks? I don't have anything on my screen yet, so keep... <laughs> keep go. vamping? Okay. Keep, keep on going. No, you can go. Just go. <laughs> okay, so Booch has got his picks in for today. He's taken the Packers... Oh, let me write this down. Let me grab this up so I got who you got. He's got the Packers over the Vikings. He's got the Eagles over the Washington football team. He's got the Colts over the Jaguars. And his lock of the week that you can lock it up. He's going Seahawks over Falcons. So you're, when we're doing this, are we doing point spreads? Uh, I was just doing picks, but we. Oh, just... okay. Because when I was looking at it, I was looking at point spreads. That's why. Okay. Well, we never did that before in the show, so. I mean, we. All right, that's fine. What, that's what, fine. what, what were you thinking about as far as like? When you, if you thought we were doing point spreads, well, that's why I went these teams because the point spreads. But that's fine. I, I still like them to win, so go ahead. Okay. So, uh, so Booch's lock for the week is the Seahawks. Now, obviously, very similar. Booch and I have very similar picks here. But I, I went off on a limb. I didn't think I, I was trying to spice it up a little bit because I figured, you know, all four of us would probably have very similar teams or picks. So I chose the Raiders over the Panthers today. I took the Bills. Uh, they're they're playing the Jets, so I got the Bills over them. Again, just like Booch's lock, I took the Seahawks, but I'm locking in the Colts for today. That's my lock of the week. Uh, Helm, he's got uh, the Ravens over the Browns. He's taking, for listener Vinny, uh, he's taking the Steelers over the Giants on Monday night. He's got the Chargers over the Bengals, and he's locking up the Bills. Once again, another pick that we already had. Uh, and then Mr. Moose, he's got the Lions over the Bears. He's got the Bills. He's taking the Saints over the Buccaneers. And then his lock, just like mine, would be the Colts. So those are your official locks of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Yeah, I probably lock would have taken up. Buffalo if I would have, if I wasn't looking at point spreads. <laughs> It's whatever. I mean, you're still happy with your picks, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> okay, so we'll see how everybody fares for the end of the week. Uh, obviously, under everybody's name, we're currently sitting at zero zero, but we'll see how we make how we pan out. You know, I mean, that's about it. Um, you got anything else you want to cover today? I'm good to go. Good to go? Oh my! Then I should probably get this ready so that we can go into the uh, last segment of the day. Which is our uh, sports rewind. So, uh, you got nothing else? Nope. All right, then I'll jump right into it. All right, let's go back in time with this week's sports rewind. <laughs> this week in sports history, 1954, with a 3-2 count, Phillies' Richie Ashburn fouls off the next 14 pitches to eventually just walk to first base. 1970, White Sox use record 41 players in doubleheader and lose both games. 1985, Pete Rose ties Ty Cobb with 4,191 hits. 1986, Dan Marino throws his 100th career touchdown pass, the fastest quarterback in NFL history to do so. 1987, 
Larry Bird begins his NBA free throw streak of 59. Also in that same year, MLB pitcher Nolan Ryan strikes out his 4,500th batter. 1989. Five days after hitting a home run for the Yankees in a 12-2 win over the Mariners, MLB and NFL player Deion Sanders returns a punt for 68 yards for his very first touchdown. 1999, John Elway's number 7 is retired by the Denver Broncos. And in 2005, Mark Messier announces on ESPN Radio that he will retire from the NHL. And that's what we have in this week's Sports Rewind. Alright everybody. So that concludes this week's show. Thanks for everybody tuning in, listening. Uh, nobody really gave us any comments or concerns or questions. I guess everybody's just gung ho. Yeah, see you, Booch. <laughs> hey, guys. Everybody's just all set for uh, game day today. So, with that said, uh, again, thanks for tuning in. You can always tune in to us every Sunday. Hey, are we doing the show? Is this our new time slot for every Eagles game at 1? All right, so okay, so next week we got another one o'clock game, so we're gonna continue doing the breakfast in bed episodes. Uh, so next week we'll be at 10 a.m. So join us. Uh, go on Buchapacho.com, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can download the iHeartRadio app. Say play the Buch and Pacho, or if you don't like iHeartRadio, which you, then you're a communist, uh, you should check out uh, Apple's podcasts or Stitcher. Until next week, oh, I almost forgot this part, too, because I had this set up for uh, today. So I'll leave you with this as we conclude today's show. See you next week.